What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Aftermath, Episode 5. I am your host, Christopher Tenpenny, joined by my co-host, CJ Jones. No Grant Morris today. He had to take the night off. Me and CJ are going to have plenty of topics for you. You know, we're still waiting for football to happen, so nothing too serious. Keep topics a little light. Um, How you doing, CJ? I'm doing good, Chris. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. You know, just hanging in there, trying to get, trying to get through June, get closer to getting closer to football. But man, did you see, did you see that Madden trailer that came out today? I I couldn't believe it. I knew I saw a tweet about it last week. It was going to leak out this week, but it was hilarious how they didn't show Patrick Mahomes not even one second. It was hilarious to me. Like a minute, a minute video about Madden football, their their own release, and they don't have. The Super Bowl MVP in it for a second, the like best quarterback in the game, crazy, bro. It's crazy. It's just starting up controversy. It makes it more fun, <laughs> right? I know we were kind of talking about it uh, before the show started. Like the Ravens Chiefs rivalry has been heating up the last couple of years, and this just kind of puts another, you know, push towards the the yeah. hatred towards the two teams. The Twitter fingers are going to be running crazy the next two weeks. <laughs> oh man, the Twitter fingers are always running crazy. And what was like, I I kind of get to an extent, you know, Mahomes was just on the cover. So now it's Lamar's turn. You know, he was the MVP. It's his It's his league or, you know, his game, essentially. But, like, you couldn't, you couldn't give him a cameo? You couldn't yeah, bro, put you, Patrick Mahomes? Exactly. You got to show him at least for, like, two seconds, three seconds. You got to show, like, the top guys, Lamar, Pat, Deshaun, Carson, Dak, all those guys. You got to show them at least for a second just because they're the, they're the future of our league. So if you're promoting the, the, the game of Madden, you should want to show the young stars. So for you to not show Patrick Mahomes, yeah, it was it was just crazy. No, it makes no sense. Right. Like even just like a just like even if it's just showing him flipping a touchdown to Kelsey and then the focus ends up being a, like a Kelsey dance. Like exactly. Mahomes barely in it, but like, you know, there's the love. Like even something as simple as that, and we wouldn't be talking about it. But exactly with <laughs> the the monopoly of football games, as I should say, and Madden not having their the face of the organization in their trailer was just i man i don't even know yeah. i can't i couldn't believe it they need something to talk about bro they know football is not back for a while so they need something to stir up too so they like everybody tweeting about it <laughs> that's true you're giving them a lot more credit than i am you're you're saying it was playing like you know they I want mean, the I mean, controversial i mean let's be I, honest. I, you plan on putting a video game without arguably the most talented quarterback in football not in it really <laughs> yeah yeah okay i guess that makes sense you know there has there had to be intentions done it wasn't just an oversight you you right you right it's funny though it's funny. it's all good but uh you know just just the number that you know just not having one five i don't know yeah. speaking of speaking of numbers you know we are also kind of getting we almost got into it last week but there's just some numbers we feel like as Chiefs fans that are just untouchable from other players you know what i'm saying absolutely absolutely I agree 100%. and and like I don't know, I'm gonna start off with. You remember Ross Travis? Yes, absolutely. You, the only reason anybody remembers Ross Travis is because he wore number 88 for two seasons in Kansas City as a tight end too. Two years, and then know it's crazy. He played tight end. That's the ironic part. <laughs> like if he played wide receiver, that'd be one thing. But you can't come into Kansas City in 2016 or 50, I don't even remember which year. 2016, I think. Where an eighty-eight as a tight end, like two years after Tony Gonzalez retired, exactly. and like you just come in as a young guy too, you can't wear like a legendary goat, arguably the best guy to ever play that position. You can't just give away his number like that. I've, it's just so disrespectful to like to Tony because like we all know what he did for our organization, what he did for the Falcons. Obviously, we know he had the the little slight 
this to us when he talked about which team did more for him. But regardless of what he did, he's still arguably the greatest guy to ever put on a helmet to play that spot. And to just give his number away to a young guy who not necessarily wasn't good enough, it's just the fact that, like, he didn't have that much promise or wasn't supposed to be that hyped up coming out of college. So I would feel if I'm giving a number away like that, you have to either A, ask for it, or B, it has to be told it's going to be given to you. So that, that's how I feel about it. See, and I don't even and see. I don't even care if you're just supposed to be the next Tony Gonzalez. Like that is true. You, you don't you don't get that number that that fast. Um, that you know, true. maybe if it was ten years from now and they still hadn't retired his number or something like that. Okay, maybe. Exactly. But you know, three years. You know, not even ten years from his last game in in Kansas as a Chief. Like he could have picked eighty two. I'm looking. I'm trying to see what numbers were taken, and they could have been like 82, 83, 84. Like there are a bunch of other eighty numbers. I guess Demetrius was eighty four. Excuse me, but you know there were other numbers to choose from. It's not like eighty eight was the last eighty number this man had exactly. to choose. They could have gave him anything, bro. He didn't have to do that. So <laughs> it's just man, I, I didn't. I don't know the process of like what picks numbers going coming to the equipment guys and in the locker room, but. I would just feel they're all historians of the game and of the organization. So you know what those numbers mean to not only to the team, to the franchise, but to us fans. So I would feel that when they're giving those numbers out to those players, that they're actually thinking about, hey, you know what this number represents. It's more than just a number. So what other numbers you feel like are kind of like that? I didn't mean to get that route up about Ross Travis. We just got into it and it brought yeah, up old feelings. So great. <laughs> but, wishing well, but, but just, yeah, no, I completely agree. Uh, so but what I, other numbers you got? Uh, for me, um, it's a. Two that definitely stick out to me always were um, 29 for Eric Berry. Absolutely, I feel that number should definitely be not be worn again just because how much he meant to the city, off the field and off the field, how much he did for the community, how much emotional attachment we had to him. So anytime I see that 2-9, it, it hits a special part in my heart for sure. And then my, my other numbers would be 58, obviously, DT. Right. Thomas, we can't let anybody wear that number. We all know what he meant to this city, to the NFL League, and how much of an impact he had on people. And then the last one would be, I'm kind of iffy on this one, but just this was a number, just we've had a lot of good players wear this number, but 2-5, like we know mm-hmm. what Jamal did in that number. So for Clyde, I had big expectations for Clyde, but like you just said, um, great players' numbers should not be worn just because even if you have high expectations, that just, it's such a historical number for our franchise. It's just kind of like, not disrespectful, it's just kind of like saying, well, if he was so great, why would you let anyone else wear that number again? So those are probably the three for me that I would probably put off to the side for sure. Gotcha. See, I'm not there yet on on the on Eric Berry or Jamal Charles yet. Like, um, I get what you're saying, especially in recent memory. Um, but you know, those guys are, you know, ones arguably not even in the Chiefs Ring of Honor. We'll get into that later. And the other ones, you know, a fringe, probably not a Hall of Famer in Jamal Charles. So like those two guys, I get what they've done for Kansas City. I don't, I don't mind. Like Eric or Kendall Fuller wearing. Uh, 29 last year didn't bug me at all personally even when he moved to safety like didn't even I don't know I don't know why but like it just didn't bug me yeah I guess maybe I just have an emotional attachment to him maybe because like I mean I met EB one time so maybe just like how right the guy he is how much he meant to the city how hard he worked and everything he went through was just like his life story maybe just me just like having an emotional attachment to it so but I mean I, I'm all four guys wanting to carry on the legacy so like with Clyde wearing 2-5 or Kendall wearing 29 or Ross wearing uh, 88. So I'm all for guys wanting to carry on the legacy and, and the tradition of those numbers. So I'm all for it. It's just like, I guess maybe maybe because like the Eric Berry one was so fresh because he was just on the roster that year mm-hmm. before in that AFC championship game, but then we let him go, obviously. So maybe that's why it hit me so hard on that one, his number. 
I got you. But fifty eight definitely, you know, I don't think anyone should wear five oh, eight. That's in the Raptors. You can't go can't go there. <laughs> um one that I've I, you know, it's it's kind of up in the air, but and this is probably the equivalent for Derek Burr for you is fifty six, man. Derek Johnson is fifty six. Oh, yeah, like yes, sir. That that's that that was my guy. Like I so I mean it may be still a little premature. It's hard to get into these guys that kind of just left the team or just retired yeah, and stuff. Right. Like it, it seems a little premature, but you know, like growing up, like five six is always going to be Derek Johnson for me. Um, I don't know, you know, being the all time leading tackle, he has a chance to potentially not have anyone else wear that number. But um, and then the obvi- other obvious number that we've kind of left out, just because you know you and I didn't get to watch him play at all, was sixteen with oh, Lenny yeah. Dawson. Mr. Um, Dawson. <laughs> And you know it—it's funny because like Lenny Dawson wouldn't even let Joe Montana wear his number. Joe Montana, like that's—that's that's crazy. <laughs> Joe Arguably, Montana, be a top five quarterback of all time, you wouldn't let him wear your number. That's why. That's so why. yeah, and at, at that time, he was the greatest quarterback of all time. That's you know, that, like well, absolutely. You know, Favre, Manning, and Brady weren't uh, Rodgers. Those guys weren't even a thing yet. Like he, Montana was the guy. Came to Kansas City. And then he does and said, nah, you good. You can just make wear a 19. Wear <laughs> <laughs> so that's another number that I don't, you know, I didn't get to see him play, but that's another number I know for sure. Like, you're not going to see a Kansas City Chief wearing 16. Yeah, ever. It's too iconic. But uh, kind of jump back, you know, we were talking, touched on, you touched on Eric Berry a little bit. There, I saw some conversation online, which there enough is, uh, is Eric Berry worth being in the ring of Kansas City Chiefs ring of honor someday? What are your initial thoughts? It's a it's a controversial topic, just like we talked about with the numbers. It's, it's a lot of things that goes into it. Um, we all know what EB meant to the city. Not only just take out the player aspect, just him as a person. He was an amazing ball player, but everybody knows what kind of person he was, what kind of character, what he stood for, his work ethic, how he treated people. He treated the the CEO like he treated the janitor. He treated everyone the same way with respect and class. And he did everything the right way. Somebody you would, you would want your kids to grow up and be like. So, and then we move on to him as a football player. I mean, coming into the organization in 2010. Rookie out of Tennessee, a lot of high expectations in that year. He played 16 games. Um, he was a pro bowler that year. Uh, had a great season. And then we had high expectations. He was the only guy to get a rookie pro bowler since uh, Derek Thomas, right? Correct? I believe so, yeah. I don't think another – or Ty- Tyreek. Um, Tyreek, yep, yep. It was a return. It was a return, yep. And Tyreek and, and McCall as returners, but I don't think as straight as position players. players. Yeah, so we had, we had a lot of high expectations for EB, and he was living up to the hype for sure. He was – Becoming one of the best safeties, if not the best safety in football, before that 2013, 2014 kind of era hit. We know he had the ACL, and then he tried to bounce back from that, and he fought back. And then out of nowhere, the cancer hits, and then it just, that took a blow to everyone, not only mentally but physically. So, um, yeah, he, he bounced back from a lot through the season he was here. And even after all of that, man, tearing your ACL and having cancer to come back from that, he was still working out with the team while he had cancer. And then to come back and have an all-pro season, get comeback player of the year, at back-to-back on um, all pro years that was, he, he was he was the epitome of like bouncing back and the epitome of a comeback player and what you would want your kid to have a work ethic like so that's why i was such a big fan of eb not only as a player but as a person so i think the emotional attachment to us fans we would want him to be in there just because how much he meant and how much he had to come back from to have back-to-back all pro seasons after having cancer i don't think nobody would have thought that was going to happen so for him to do that was just amazing nothing short coming of a miracle and then Obviously, the last two seasons weren't pretty. We all know we. Uh, it was, yeah, it was it was hard to watch. I know us being us being uh very fans, me and Chief fans. We wanted him to just come in, just play his role. You know, come in, be smart, play sound football, be a leader out there, more so vocally for the younger guys to just get him in the position to play. And he was kind of a little bit of a liability. 
you have to be honest and be transparent about these conversations about him. Um, it definitely didn't end the well in the way it should have, like the way it started. Um, but I, if we're being honest, could he get in? It's a possibility. It's not like a no brainer. But um, I think he definitely, he definitely has a, he definitely has a resume for sure. But we have to have that conversation with the with other players and other other fans as well. What's your gut feeling, Eric? Uh, I think he may get in. I, th- I think he may get in just because of the fact of like not only we know his like resume overall isn't like the the stats wise compared to other players in there. Like when you look at a list of guys that are in the the Ring of Honor, <clears throat> we have guys like from each era. We have obviously Mister Mister Hunt. We have Bobby Bell. DT, Evan Thomas, Christian Okoye, Neil Smith, David Hill, Jim Lynch. Then we have the new era guys. We have Priest Holmes, Tony Richardson, Tony Gonzalez, Brian Waters, Will Shields. It's just a lot of big names that we would think, well, he just had, he had, he had an impact on the organization, the team, just as big as those guys did. So, And we had some good teams in his runs. Like We had some good playoff teams, had some teams that went to some AFC playoff games, some good wins and some bad wins. So he had an amazing impact on the team. And he was an all-pro player, arguably the best in his position for a couple of years. So I definitely deserve to think he gets it, gets in. I definitely deserve he think he should. But like I said, it's debatable. It's not like a no-brainer because obviously you have to have a, a legit resume. So um, if he, if I had to pick a year, I probably would say hopefully it would be between because he isn't officially retired technically. Right, right. So I would say maybe we're in 2020 now. Hopefully I, w- I would want to see him get in there by the time we hit at least like 2023, 2024, hopefully. I gotcha. I gotcha. See, and like, I think if you ask any current Chiefs fan, like, the gut reaction is yes, Eric Berry is going to be in the Ring of Honor, or like, I think he should be, or no one would be upset about it. Like, I think that is exactly. the gut reaction because, like you said, like, just the story alone, um, you know, first out taking a safety fifth overall in the draft, like, that doesn't happen. Like, mean, there's a lot of ton of controversy when the Chiefs took took him that early and the way he responded and had an impact immediately like so and then then the cancer and then the all pro seasons and you know the pick the first pick two in nfl history or first game winning pick two in nfl history like the resumes there almost it's just a little like I, i'm playing devil's advocate here you know i'm not trying to say i don't think want eric there eric Berry in there but just to play devil's advocate there were eight defensive backs in the chiefs um, Hall of Fame. Eric Berry would rank if he get or and he would rank ninth in games played and interceptions. You know, I, I would like to, I know he was more than that, obviously tackles and stuff like but those are the two, you know, the they don't the stats aren't that deep on all those guys that played in the seventies. So those are the those were two stats I was able to take away that he would be last again all other defensive backs. He does have five touchdowns, the def, um, return touchdowns, which would be tied for first i think with duran sherry um but the and the other thing and why that you could see eric berry not get in other than you know he just may not have been played enough games unfortunately due to injury is that there's just a lot of other guys that should probably be in the ring of honor and i I don't know like there's gonna have to be a lull for eric to get in because like willie rope's not in it um larry johnson who i know he has some off the field stuff so he probably won't get in but he's another guy that you could take a look at his years you know jamal charles Derek johnson dustin colquitt's gonna be in there uh dwayne bow you know we don't have a lot of receivers so dwayne bow's at the top of the list on a lot of receivers justin sure. houston tom bahali like alex even smith. alex smith i don't think alex gets in i think alex is probably in the same conversation as barry like fringe guy but like that's just a lot of guys and then you know once you get through there then you're gonna potentially have you know like 
your Travis Kelsey's and your Mitchell Schwartz. And, you know, you're just going to have these other new guys that have retired since then. So that's kind of where it finds a hard spot for Eric Berry to fit in within the next four to five years, in my opinion. Um, now, again, if he, if they, you know, put Jamal off a year, if Eric retires in the next year or two and they decide, you know, we're going to put Derek Johnson off a season and let Eric get in today, like no one's going to be mad about it. But there's just, he doesn't quite have the statistical stats to back up the other defensive backs in the Chiefs ring of honor. Again, presence and story and what he did for the community, all that adds to that resume. But from a strict number standpoint, doesn't quite have it. And there's a lot of other deserving guys. So, uh, and I did, I did also compare him to Brandon Flowers, who Eric Berry played 89 games for the Chiefs. Flowers picked, played 88. Eric Berry picked off 14. Flowers picked off 17 interceptions. Again, more than just those two stats. But Flowers is a guy that no one thinks should be in the Ring of Honor. While we're sitting here debating, you know, hard about Barry. So that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like wow. you, know, you know, Eric. Again, those are just two numbers. You know, Barry. Eric Barry played safety, and while Flowers was corner, so you know, the tackles and sacks and stuff are are relevant too. That I didn't list there, but those are just two numbers that kind of puts in perspective where Eric stands. You know, in those categories. No, oh, absolutely. It's a it's it's a it's a tough conversation. Like I said, that's why I kind of had that kind of timeline for the next two or three years. Those are kind of the guys that I was going to mention. Um, I was going to mention Jamal should be next for sure. Uh, right. Should be in there. Debo, obviously. Uh, Derek Johnson. I was All those next three guys should be in. I said Alex is a, another French guy, but just like another thing with him was like, kind of like the story, how much he went through pre-Chiefs era and then post-Chiefs era with his leg and everything. Um, obviously, if everyone hasn't seen the, uh, the documentary that they did for ESPN, the uh, Project Eleven, you should go watch it. It's crazy. Alex Smith, yeah, the warrior man. So, oh man, that was so. That was. So I already good. had a lot of respect for him. I gained even like tons more just watching that. So, the man is absolutely yeah. stud. Um, but, but yeah, those are two guys for sure that could possibly get in. But for the next three years, we should definitely see two five Jamal get in there, DJ should get in there, and then Debo should DJ. get in there as well for sure. That that again, Derek Johnson. That's my man. I could talk about DJ all day. No, as a no, I was a no, Texas no, fan no, growing no, up no, too. So him and Jamal no, Charles. Uh, um, we, had, we had a lot of you two guys play for us. We had Priest, right, right. You know, I was too, young, I was too young for for Priest Holmes, so I don't remember that. But yeah, we've had a lot. We've had a lot of Texas guys. Play it's kind of like it's kind of like LSU receivers um, there for a little bit with Eddie Kennison and Dwayne Bow, and then just Georgia players. I feel like we've gotten a lot of just like not all of them panned out, but we always like to grab Georgia yeah, players and Houston yeah. and McCall Hardman, and we definitely dip into the SEC a lot. We got a lot of LSU guys coming through here too. So <laughs> yep, 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 for sure. But all right, I think that's going to do it for us. You know, let us know what you think. Should Eric Berry be in the Chiefs' ring of honor someday? And that's kind of the kind of the question going around. What numbers are you guys comfortable being worn by other players? I know everyone has their own attachments, but for me, those would be my three. I would say 25, 29, and 88. Those would be my three that I don't think people should wear again. So what do you guys think? Right. What are your thoughts? Hit us up. Let us know what you think. Right, and don't forget to. We now have an official Twitter for our for the aftermath. So make sure to go follow us there. Um, you can just find it there. Uh, aftermath a at aftermath al because you know we are we are Arrowhead Live. So we are affiliated people. We are affiliated. <laughs> oh, yeah, don't forget to get your merch. We have t-shirts, sweatshirts, long t-shirts out. Get your gear ready for the season. I want to see everybody. At Arrowhead and the Arrowhead Live and the Red Kingdom sweatshirts and t-shirts, people. Go get it. It's hot. It's going fast. 
What 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 did you pick out? What'd you grab, CJ? Um, I grabbed uh, two shirts. I grabbed the um, in Beach We Trust and the Running Back shirt. I had to grab both of those for sure. Everyone's yeah, I, good quality. They're amazing. I just I just grabbed the uh, hashtag Run It Back long long white shirt oh, that yeah. I'm waiting. So I mean, yeah. I'm putting I'm putting it's, in plenty it's, orders too. So <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. All right, well that's gonna do it for us. Appreciate you listening to the podcast. Uh, we'll talk. We'll see you next time on the aftermath. See you guys.